I mean, it's a mess, but some of it is like poetry. <laughs> yes. Like is doing a lot of work in that sentence. We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet and said loads of really dumb shit we regret. Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke. We want you to enjoy this, but you won't. Why can't I have myself included in the wall of people? Um, oh, that would you... be nice. That would be nice and neat, wouldn't it? Because then you yeah. can see what you would do it. At the very least, it's just a little bit larger than the tiny thumbnail you get in the corner, or full screen. Are now, you a narcissist? Do I just, sorry, did you say narcissist or Nazi? You kind of lagged out there. Both. Which one are you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it depends on the day of the week. Do you know what was missing in Daniel's house? It was a lampshade. Um, uh, I don't know. Is it missing? Yes, or isn't one in that room? Oh, okay. I was going to say. Um, I did uh, not put enough wine in that glass. Erotic art. You know, like in the nineteen eighties, all of those Athena erotic prints. What of I the lady think... playing tennis with no pants on? Yeah, yeah, scratching her bum. Yeah, my um. Oh, it says you. Are you talking? Your mic is off. Oh no, no, it's tricking me. It's in a different app. Ignore that. Um, yeah. So um, my my mate um, Nigel <laughs> Nigel heavy heavy breathing. Um, <laughs> um, his his dad had one of those Athena prints, and uh, it was it was rather fascinating to me as a as an eleven or twelve year old. Um, and and Daniel as a as a man about town bachelor mm-hmm. in the in the image of uh, Austin Powers, I would hope had that kind of similar erotic. Did he art. have a rotating bed? Uh, I, I, I never saw his bed. Um, I think had I done, it would be a very different, um, very different kind of conversation we'd be having. <laughs> mm. What was on the poster? Uh, it was the classic Athena one of the um, the tennis player oh, with the tennis no pants girl. on, scratching her bum. But it was in their kitchen. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Why was she scratching her bum in their kitchen? Um, no, she was. She was. She was on a tennis court. Have you not seen this, Adam? Your friend Keep had a tennis court. <laughs> one of my friends did have a tennis court, but not that I one. I technically had a tennis court. Okay. Technically, technically is interesting. A table tennis well, as, table. As in, no, as in, when we moved in, um, on the bottom part of our garden, there were the posts from what had been a tennis net. Hang on, in your in your house now, or no, no, no when uh, in Abbotswood. Right. I think that's stretching the claim of uh, having a tennis court. Well, I mean, technically, the previous owners had a tennis court. Mm. Um, we had the remnants of a tennis court. <laughs> But it was just on the lawn. Well, yeah, it was. It was. It like, was lawn you know, tennis. Lawn tennis. Like you do have tennis on grass. It's like Wimbledon. For, yeah. No, that's on astroturf. So, so Graham's been giving me giving give me all this kind of grief for not going to Butlins. Yeah, Adam had a bloody tennis court. 
I mean, in fairness, uh, the oh. bottom part of our lawn was so waterlogged that you would probably have to. Is there like a water 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 tennis? Is that a thing? Me. No. Bog tennis. I think we there could be water tennis. Really you know, there's water to... polo. You might be thinking of polo. I'm aware water of that. Polo. Yes. No, no, I wasn't. Maybe you could you create a new. You can't do that sport. with this tennis net. <laughs> there's water um, hockey. Water volleyball. There's water volleyball. You water probably darts. do water volleyball using the tennis net. So surely you could do water tennis. I think the problem is you get a lot of resistance in the racket. Y- yes. And tennis isn't really a kind of game, like badminton, for example. I wonder if Tim Henman would be really good at um, water tennis. <laughs> With his chip and charge game. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, it's difficult to charge. <laughs> his, um, his chip and drown. <laughs> and that's a very short-lived strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, okay. we broadly... down. have you sourced out your technical issues now? Yeah. Okay. You, you appear to have a camera from the 1990s. <laughs> Me? Yes. Yeah, it's quite low res. Your, your 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 image currently consists of about nine pixels. Oh right, no, it's the front. Well, it's the front camera on a new iPad, so they're clearly shit. Um. <laughs> um, you can actually—I don't know whether it on the desktop version you can actually set the maximum resolution. It seems to default to shit. Um, in um, meat, not in. The, I can't be bothered to play with it anymore. I mean, no, no, it's, it's fine. fine. I mean, I can see I can, I can, I can see Dan as much as I need to. Um, I have to okay. say, Daniel, you're you're looking rather rather foxy with your uh, your clippered hair and then your your little um, trimmed beard. Well, can you see? I've just got the sort of beginnings of a proto beginnings of a proto mullet coming on, um, so I can trim that part um, properly. So uh, yes, oh. it's. Um, Thank you for Have you given yourself really... a neighbour haircut again? <laughs> no, this is, this is the same neighbour haircut. <laughs> it's just grown out of it. How many weeks growth is that? Like what, three? His, his... three? Wow. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> so has anyone uh, has anyone been outside? No. No. Only only for walks. I was I was telling Gemma this morning is that like I feel like my life is like a really bad um computer game. Like a really bad like basic online sim based game. Like where your character has to do work and eat food and sleep and they slowly gain experience points. And whoever's playing the, me, um hasn't bothered to pay for the upgrade of outside. Like you go, <laughs> you, you go to the front door and you go to go outside, and the little little message flashes up is like, um, you don't have the expansion pack outside. Um, <laughs> to add the expansion pack outside, please um, please pay two pound ninety nine to Google Play. Yeah. Well, I've been out for walks. And that's it. Yeah. Like one, one one trip a week to Sainsbury's to pick up essential extras. 
Yeah. Um, that's about it. I had a I had a plan in June um, that I would maybe try and drink a bit less because I thought maybe I'm drinking too much, and um, that and lasted until the third of June, where I decided to buy lots and lots more beer to be delivered directly to my house. Um, <laughs> to be fair, that's better than your dry January records. Yeah, that was that was not success. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, like. Every time you think, hmm, maybe I should, you know, try and make the most of this, cheer myself up a bit, everything just gets worse. So, <laughs> yes, I think I think a big problem is just how dreadful this. everything yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, it is broadly a problem. Yeah, the beer I'm drinking um, is actually a Scotch beer, so I'm a bit rude. I'm going to have a fight later. Is it iron brew? Belgian beer that makes you fight. Um, mm. no, the Scotch do a lot of fighting, don't they? Yeah, but yeah, that's just that's the Buckfast rather than because of the beer. And Buckfast isn't even Scotch; it's just Scotch like it. Mm. Um, this is Williams, Williams Bros Brewing Company, produce of Scotchland. They've missed the uh, ch. It's a, it's a typo. It's a typo, but it's a very um, indie brewery. It's know, a very small brewery, so we'll forgive them that. And uh, mm. it's it was recommended by Christian from Scotchland um, as good beers. And I said, okay, well, I, that's fine, but I'm going to try and drink less. And then, within about 48 hours of him uh, putting this naughty idea in my head, I've got lots of beer being delivered to me. So, Graham, have you sent any of your children back to school yet? Um, no, they're not in the uh, allocated. Uh, oh, they're not in the important of years. children. No, uh, I think the school have said that year three will be going back. They said on the nineteenth of June, but we think that's unlikely. But also, we think that basically for two and a half weeks, what's the point? So we're not going to send that's, them back. Yeah, I mean, I, I've. Because we, we had the conversation, we had the nursery call us about Charlotte going back, um, because they want the people who are the last kind of the last year before they go off to school, yeah, to go back in. Um, but again, it's like they went, okay, well, you can come back in, but we can't have everybody, and they're not allowed to do anything or touch anything or eat anything. I mean, kids and, are really good at not going within two meters of it, of people. Well, I mean, they they, 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 they just said straight up, like, we're not even going to try and keep them socially distant because yeah. you can't. Um, and it's like, yeah. So I just said, like, it would be nice for her to go back for at least one week before the end, just to kind of say goodbye to everybody. Mm. But I just don't see that. A, I don't want to send her back if it's like just going to be a crap experience for her and extra work for the people that. Are, having to look after her and you know we can cope with her here for another couple of weeks it's not the end of the world but i just can't see it happen. like they've just i've just seen today that the northwest are basically saying we're not we're, we're not going to reopen the schools until at least the 22nd mm. because the, they've, they've had a, like, they've already had a spike in cases um and they're worried about that so i just i i sure i think that um the government's policy in avoiding a second spike is very clever and that um, they're actually just going to let the first spike continue um, 
thus missing a second spike. Yeah, you can't have a second spike if the first one never ends. Yeah, that's yeah. very clever thinking. And the West Country, where I'm from, um, we've basically been probably at a reinfection rate of one the whole time. Mm. Which is quite an achievement, given that we've got no fucking public transport. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah... That's my that's my fun take on it. It's a clever government policy. Everybody else is going to experience a second spike. We won't. We'll just just surf the wave of the first one mm. forever. I mean, as plans go, it's technically foolproof. Mm. <laughs> and yet, somehow, they seem to have an inexhaustible supply of bigger fools. Not mm. one or having a garden party. I like the fact that they announced that um, wearing masks on public transport is going to be mandatory in tw- 10 days' time. Yeah, mm. yeah. because, Jesus Christ, can you imagine how bad it's going to be in 10 days? <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be their approach. It's like, well, yeah. it's bad now, but poor, wow, we're really going to need it in a couple of weeks. I've I mean, just I noticed have, um... uh, this is episode 194, which is a dance score. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> 194, that's the phrase, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Mm. So, um, uh, isn't it nice that we're not America? Oh, hell yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Birmingham's not even slightly on fire at the moment. No. At least not this Birmingham. I'm assuming Birmingham, Alabama is. Don't Have you... Um, well, actually, it's not really... This is really bizarre. Birmingham, Alabama... They, the, the mayor basically negotiated with the protesters and said, if you stop trying to tear down the, um, the monuments to the Confederacy that we've got in the middle of town, um, we'll get it safely dismantled and disposed of. Mm. And they've done it. Yeah. That's pretty like, good, it was, isn't it? And a couple of other cities have now followed suit. And it's like, well, you keep trying to tear down these, you know, these monuments... To the Confederacy, how about we just get rid of them? Because, you know, it's probably about time we did that. And in fairness, uh, the only reason we didn't was because all those heavily armed white men kept turning up with Confederate flags and asking us not to. Mm. And by asking, I mean threatening to kill us if we did. Yeah. They've just got um, economic anxiety, though, haven't they? Mm, that is true. Yes. They spent all their money on ridiculous guns. <laughs> I, as much as I think guns are very, very bad, they're really fun, aren't they? They are, but I mean, I don't, I don't see a big need for you to have lots of them under your bed. Mm, but what also, if you wanted to shoot stuff? See, I, um, I like you I've go met to places to the general things. public. We, um, we were mm. watching, um, we were watching Frasier where Niles goes to the gun range and starts getting really keen on shooting guns. And I said to Gemma, "Is the thing is, shooting guns is really great fun. Mm. Um, and I think, like, my own experience of actually shooting guns is when we went to Bratislava and we just shot so many guns that it started to get very slightly boring towards the end. Yes. Um, uh, but if I was allowed to have guns... Um, I can see that it might become like my bicycle collection, and that I might just start just adding slowly. 
just thinking, well, Got this, this gun ones is... that you can yeah. maybe fix, but find this, a rusty gun. This this gun this gun is all right, but it doesn't it doesn't. What if I'm going off road gunning? I need a different gun with slightly bigger tires. You need your um, weekend gun. Yeah, I need a weekend gun. I need a gun that's so cheap it doesn't matter if I leave it at the pub by mistake. <laughs> hmm. Actually, one of the pikes I've got. So that's the justification. Um, and yeah, the but I would never think that I would start threatening people with it. I mean, you wouldn't start out threatening people with it, but if you were holding a gun and like Gemma refused to go and get you a beer or something, it's only a matter of time before you start pointing it at her and <laughs> demanding that she get you a beer. I don't think I that's have, right. I say, Graham, I think in this case everything is perfectly safe. Gemma would absolutely shoot Chris first. Yeah, or Chris would shoot himself she's, by mistake she is first. The, she's, true, the hand, yes. she's the hand solo of the will-you-get-me-a-beer-babe situation. Yeah. <laughs> she absolutely is. I'm glad we don't have a gun in the house. <laughs> Thinking yeah, about, I think you should be too. Yeah, when I was just thinking about the risks that I might pose to others, I thought that was fine because I'm, I'm not going to shoot anyone. But then I think that that Gemma lives in my house as well. Hmm. I mean, that is a an active risk, isn't it? What guns can you have in this country? You can have shotguns. Uh, you can have shotguns um, and some rifles. Um... I've got an air rifle. That's not proper, but is it? You can shoot yourself you in the knee with have any that, and it just stings a bit. Can't have any handguns. Uh, I don't think you can have anything that's automatic. Do you remember when Ben Mortimer shot me with an air rifle? No. Oh. It was in Newquay. It was because we dyed his hair blonde when he was passed out. <laughs> well, it started blonde, and it, but it turned out it was ginger. <laughs> And I mean, I I deserved it, and I could have I could have probably got a bit further away, but he, yeah, and I didn't think he would be sober enough to actually aim it correctly at me, but he did. I still I still can't believe that I've still got the new key uncovered video. It was Ben's well, own in, fault have you for got going it in to its sleep. Entirety, yeah, the whole Adam. thing. Yeah, I would love because um, if you I... remember, like after after we did it originally, um, I got Husey to digitise it, so I have. Like, I mean, the quality is appalling. Uh, a, because I was a shit cameraman, and B, because it was like a late 90s video camera. But I've, uh, I've never watched that all the way through. The only thing I've seen is the, the clip where um, we set Will's uh, oh, arm hair yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have were, a quick look. We um, were so young and so beautiful and so, so wonderfully disrespectful of our friend's arm hair. <laughs> Maybe um, next week we could do a podcast that is a director's commentary of us watching Nuki Uncovered, and then the listeners could have a link yeah. to download it, and they could watch along fun. as well. I like the idea of that. I enjoyed the bit where um, Will started talking about Mel's pubic mass. Yeah, well, I've never seen that, because I've never seen any of it played through. Have you not seen small... that? No, because I, oh. I went somewhere else at the... Um... The, uh, the real question, live where screening. Put it? Where did you go? Um, I don't know. Well, if now was, I want to know. If it was very soon after the holiday, then I would have been in Berlin. I see. But if it was after that, then maybe I was at a Woking match a long way away. 
Or maybe um, you just thought, fuck all you twats. No, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think I've thought that. Ah, maybe not consciously. Because I mean, I was. I, I'd like to think that I was perhaps the star of this movie, and so um, I could walk down the red carpet. I don't remember. Actually, me being in it at all. <laughs> the only bits I can remember are when we set Will's arm on fire, and <laughs> when he started talking about what he saw. I think a lot of it would just be people sat in a caravan drunk. Looking offensively young, I would imagine. Mm. Really young and really beautiful. Yeah, kind of, kind of Beautiful enough to turn Michael Supple. Portillo if you were to meet him on a train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those days are behind us now. Mm. But, oh, well, um, yeah, so I can certainly let me think. What's the best way for me to uh, provide this? I'll figure something out. <clears throat> but it's like, I'll tell you what. I'll, no, no, I'll, I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. Uh, however, I can. I'll well, put it on in, YouTube um, as a private link. No, I'll show it in Dropbox in um, Google Drive. Okay, it's only 500 meg. I think that I could I could watch that and I could just I could watch that in the dark, drinking red wine, just just quietly weeping about. The possibility of youth and where it all went wrong. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would um, be fine. Really? I think I'm broadly less of a twat than I was then, and I consider that it demonstrates personal growth. Oh. Yeah, that is true. Personal growth. Yeah. I did some. I tried to, anyway. I, I mean, I, I'd i like to think I probably wasn't the worst twat. No, I don't think you were particularly a twat. No. I mean, you But did that's t- maybe just because you, you were there. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, exactly. <laughs> that was really the only, only reason I was anywhere, I think. Chris, which, could you just remind me which one out of us uh, fingered a girl in a nightclub and then made Adam smell their fingers? <laughs> so, was that you or was that me, Chris? I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> no, I didn't think you would. Defensive coward. Yeah. So uh, why how, why do we start talking about that? Uh, because somebody meant oh, because Chris guns. Air guns, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. getting shot by Ben. New key video. <laughs> Who's biggest so I think, twat? I think owning a shotgun would be a really good um, sort of new aspect to my personality. What kind of shotgun? Pump action. Mm. That'd be the coolest. I, I don't think you're allowed a pump action no. shotgun. Why not? Well, no, I actually didn't really like the pump action shotgun. No, it was annoying. The, the other shotgun was better. That was fully automatic. You just put in five shells and you just kept pulling the trigger. You didn't have to fuck about with any levers or anything. But the it was it was a cool action to do the pump action bit. Yeah, but it's harder than you think, and um, mm. you get wankers cramp. <laughs> yeah. It's quite Maybe hard. Maybe an AK forty-seven. That would be nice. To well, have, I think it? I was. I mean. Yes, I was sort of thinking, what could we, what could I, well, not could we get, but what could I get legally? But then I suppose, where's the fun in that? 
I mean, you could get a deactivated AK, but that kind of defeats the point. Well, yeah, because... Well, no, because people I pointed at don't know it's deactivated, do they? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> so actually, it's maybe the and in best the, in option. in the confusion, you can just throw an egg near them. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's deactivated, um, I suppose you could rig up some kind of noise generator. That probably wouldn't help, would it? You, you know when... Um, um... You could make the sound with your mouth. Yes, I could shout bang at people. You know when um, Ronald uh, Cuddly uh, used to hold a Coke can and go... Tss, tss. Ronald Cuddly. Ronald Cuddly. Huggy? Close, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, this is... Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. that that's poor. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know how to break it down elsewhere, but you know who I mean. So he used to hold the coke can and go. Tss, tss. You could yes. do that, but with a with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> hold it next to somebody and go. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I don't. I think technically you haven't committed a crime. Daniel, can you please <laughs> consult your law texts? I don't think the law is really you, like when something truly unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> the law always has to yeah. catch up afterwards. Like, I know, could, it, there's no way anyone could be, could understand that this they'd have happen. to create Graham's law, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would Graham's law be? No well, dicking about with pretend guns. No, you can't. You can't make the sound of a gun unless you actually got. A real gun. <laughs> think um, how many playground games that would. They have to be all kinds. Well, there have to be um, all kinds of exemptions and good faith. Or, if I'm going to have, around. if I'm going to have something named after me, it's either going to be a law or a syndrome, <laughs> and I'd prefer the law. I think. Yeah. I feel like you might have, you know, the. The administrative wing of the small company building named after you when they're like, Yeah, he was there for 80 years. Well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? No one liked him, but we put up with him for 80 I, um, years. And he agreed need, to leave uh, if we did this. Yeah. I, I, need a, I need a slash lad, so I'm going to get the drinks in on my way back. What do you all want? Um, um, I'll have a there as well. pint of Bailey's. Ooh! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris! <laughs> that was exciting for you. That was me sneezing. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, what, what, what else do you want, Dan? Beer, beer. Lips to beer, please. Lads, lads, lads. Beer, beer, beer. Out in the town on a Friday night. Graham, has Chris been ingesting illicit substances? Huh? Has he been um, having fun? I don't know. I guess so. Probably. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't like you sneeze? to read anything into my sneezing in relation to naughty fun. Or possibly he's dying and he's trying to have fun before he dies. Oh yeah, oh, are we? Are, we're all are we... dying. We're all dying, aren't we? Are we your bucket list? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a sad bucket list? I didn't sign on for this. I can't really be bothered to comfort a dying man. So yeah, it's a lot of effort. Yeah, I mean. He's gone out of the room. We could stop recording now, and we we could just go to bed, and it'll be fine. I mean, he probably isn't actually dying. Well, I'm gonna give a beer and a 
toilet as well. Bye. Beer and a toilet. Yeah. Oh, one. A Dragon's toilet. Room. It's a dream, isn't it? Uh, uh, right, I forgot what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Guns. How much fun it would be for me to own a shotgun and how nothing bad could come of that. So how do we, how does one actually go about buying a shotgun? Um, you go to a shotgun shop. No, well, okay, say, I don't know where there is a shotgun shop. Really? And probably they're all shut. Um. Okay. I think they're well, I mean, I've I've not I've not done any I've not done any effort or research, but I mm. certainly know of that there's definitely one shotgun shop. Within walking Ooh, distance you of my apply. house, that is, that you is can open. apply online for a license. <laughs> Gov.uk. So you need a firearms certificate issued by the police to possess, buy, or acquire a firearm or shotgun. You must also have a certificate to buy ammunition. Mm. Now so, I know that I used my my um, professional credentials in order to get your children accredited yeah. for the purposes of fleeing the country. I'm not sure I'd be willing to uh, risk my professional credentials in vouching for you having a shotgun. But all I need to do is complete an application form, provide one passport photograph, have two referees for a firearm certificate and one referee for a shotgun certificate. So what? what's a firearm the then? I don't know. I guess just what's any that, other kind of gun. I only need one referee for a shotgun, and shotguns are more fun anyway, so I have to pay the fee... Uh, I have to prove to the chief officer of police that I'm allowed to have a firearm certificate and pose no danger to public safety or oh, to well, the you uh, fuck, isn't it? no well or to the peace. That's the issue, I think, isn't it? <laughs> public safety, I think, isn't a problem, but uh, yes, the, I will I mean, breach the peace with it. That's the point of having a shotgun, isn't it? I'm intrigued that there is your own safety, because again, like Chris, I can absolutely mm. see you cleaning it whilst staring down the barrel of it. How do you? How else are you going to know if it's clean inside the barrel? Exactly, exactly. Five years it lasts. So if I can no. be sensible for the next six months, I can go absolutely crazy. If they're following four and a half years. Oh, it's online. What's online? Uh, the video. Right, it's so going to be a long video. Buy a shotgun UK. <laughs> Guntrader.uk. Wow, they've got 24,500 guns for sale. I would like a machine gun. <laughs> Search. You realise this is a police honeypot, right? I don't, it's called Gun Trader. It must be fine. <laughs> um, uh, so this one this, is a semi-automatic this machine has taken gun. A, kind of a dark turn, hasn't it? Why? There's only one machine gun. That's probably not very good. What about um, a humane killer? Um, better than an inhumane killer, I suppose. Uh. What mechanism do I want? A captive bolt, or an over and under, or a revolver? Let's have a revolver. Uh, Thirty-eight caliber. Ooh, three hundred and fifty pounds for this little beauty. Are you are you on the dark web, Graham? <laughs> no, I'm on GunTrader.uk. 
sort of legitimate I website. You're about to say you're on Gumtree, which I don't know how to get on that <laughs> turn. Have we? Have we become alt right? I'm very oh, confused. Wow. They've, they've got fourteen thousand shotguns. <laughs> right. Do I want a back action shotgun? Make your bolt action, falling block, folding, hammer, lever action, or martini? Martini. Oh, martini, definitely martini, definitely shotgun. martini shotgun. Uh, 22 gauge or. Sorry, 12 gauge or 22 shots. That's a 12 gauge. Obvs. Right, £160 I can buy a shotgun for. What about then? Martini shotgun. Surprisingly cheap. I assume you have to have a license to actually have it, though. Um. It's in Fife. I'm not going to Fife. <laughs> oh, this one's in South Yorkshire. To you. Okay. So this one's... Oh, it's got lots of lovely pictures of guns. I can uh, masturbate to those later. It's uh, oh, it's used. That's a shame. It's in Doncaster. I could go there this evening. Yeah, but you would probably get it used on... PracticalSportingSupplies.co.uk This one is £295. Well, I've, I've, I've lucked upon the bargain basement... Yeah, I've gone for rifle, and um, yeah, bolt action rifle, twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds? Yeah. You can't afford not to. It's a point two two. I think that means it's small. I mean, that, is, that is, yeah, that is piddly, piddly rounds. Mm. Piddly yeah, rounds, so... but it is a, it is a, it's not an air gun. It's a, it's a bolt action rifle. Oh, it'll, it'll definitely like, yeah, yeah you could definitely kill somebody with it's that. It's gonna sting, mm. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's certainly gonna sting. Yeah, I feel like this Disguised whole conversation guns. might be a bit tactless. Oh my god, they've circumstances. got they've got guns disguised as walking sticks. Oh, I want a really? walking stick gun. Unknown pretty... one hundred bore cane gun, walking stick disguised gun, six hundred. I'm pretty pounds. sure you're not allowed to carry a gun around with you in public. No, I have never not if wanted. It looks like, but if it looks like a walking stick, it's I've never fine. wanted anything more than a walking stick gun. I mean, that's no. just—I I didn't know I wanted it until this very <laughs> moment. But but now, now that Graham's found one for sale, I can't think of anything I want more. Yeah, you need to go to Hollyhead immediately. <laughs> They've, I could they've use got my another Liverpool one. accent to buy that, couldn't I? They've got um, a 130-ball one as well. Let's see how much that is. Maybe that's a little bit closer than Hollyhead. I don't know what that means. The, the bore... bore license, is how no license. big the, the tube is. I don't really yeah. know. What does 100-ball mean? They're massive. You can fit 100 balls in the hole. I guess so. Uh, okay. Oh, this one is like only five hundred and fifty pounds. Hmm. That's uh, quite expensive. Also in North Wales. Yeah. So that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Because you could walk around with your cane because you've got a gammy knee, mm. and then as soon yeah. as somebody annoys you, pull it up, shoot them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead. But everyone will not. But people will just say, well, how did that person die? And you'll say, oh, no way I don't know. And then just limp off with your walking <laughs> stick. It's the perfect the perfect crime. crime yeah. <laughs> you, you, you sort of just hobble around the corner and then just, just, just run hell for leather. Yeah. And they'll be like, it's really weird because it was just that, that old man hobbling very yeah. slowly. He just disappeared. You could put some grey dye in your hair. <laughs> so you, Yes. Uh, what other kinds of guns have they got? 
a barrel gun. What's that mean? A pump action barrel gun, twenty gauge. It's a Remington twenty gauge. Uh, it just looks like a tube. This is. I don't understand this one. So, um, I, I don't think we need guns, do we? Nobody needs guns. Well, okay, let me tell you another phrase that will blow your mind. This one's a combination gun. <laughs> Is that like a combination lock? I don't know. What does that even mean? It's a combination of a gun and something else, I suppose. Of, of what? The games. I don't know. Or does it fire two different things? Is it two different guns? I don't know. It just looks like a... Just a gun. Hmm. Um, it's an over and under combination gun. Oh. So it fires over and under things. Like tables. Uh, like a periscope cars? gun. I don't know. Well, that's... Uh, this one's £6,000, so it must be good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Um, what about a flare pistol? You probably don't even need a um, license for a flare gun. Pretend you're going to go on to a, a boat. boat. Yeah. Yeah. I could get a ferry to Calais. You just say, "Hello, I'm going to go on a boat, and I need a flare gun." Yeah. Mm. Uh, one of our science teachers at school, I forget who. Um, showed us a video of a man who started a bonfire with a flare gun, and it looked really great. <laughs> he just he just shot this flare into the middle of this giant bonfire, and it exploded into flames. That sounds great. I, th- I probably think about that video every day. <laughs> Do you know a video I think about almost every day? What's that? Uh, it's it's when we set Will's uh, hair on fire hair. on his that arm. Was... That's our finest, uh, yeah, finest moment. I think about how young and Jesus. beautiful we looked, um, mm. and and how how just joyous it was to uh, set him on fire. Yeah, and he I deserved mean, it for young and being in between us. <laughs> it, it literally looks like the before footage um, of a bunch of that they show when a bunch of skinheads are led out in court. Um, for doing a public indecency with swastikas. Yeah, that's just because Will had short hair. Mm. No, it's, it's just the quality of the, the footage and, it, like, it, again, it, all the stars of a found footage movie in which all of us are brutally eviscerated. I mean, I I look like a... I, I kind of look like the the sort of cheap rent boy look, don't I? Um, yeah. With my blonde, my badly dyed God, blonde that- hair. That was interesting. In but in Berlin, that caused really weird problems that we didn't understand, because because they thought you were a Nazi. No, 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 they didn't. They um, so we would get onto um, carriages on the underground, and really scared old people would get off of that carriage and go to the next one along, and we think, what's going on here? This is really weird. And um, it was only when we got home and we asked our German friends, like, what what was that all about? That they said there's um, in in Berlin there's lots of Romanian pickpocketers, and to look more German they would dye their hair blonde, and so um, dyed blonde hair was a sign that you might be a pickpocketer. 
Um, well, at least it presumably stops you getting pickpocketed. Yeah. Well, you don't shit where you eat. Yeah, but it was uh, it was it was odd. Good. Yeah. I bought some blonde hair dye a few weeks ago. Where did the oh, God. Where did the video go? Hey, how has Dan found the video and I can't? I so uh, you should have got a thing with the link to what to email. where. Oh, to my emails. Google Drive folder. I see, right. Mm. I didn't want to make it a public link, so I had to investigate you. And I think um, you should make it a public link, and mm. we'll become famous. We could be, put it on I TikTok. We could get later. TikTok famous. That's the thing. I I understand. Well, not understand, Same but I understand gone. that that is a thing. Apparently, mm. the video was too, the, the the video was too much for his computer. <laughs> Uh, My malware worked. <laughs> it's a little bit, um, bit horrifying how he's been frozen in time, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, wow. So apart from everything that's really, really awful in the world, how have you been, Adam? Uh, stressed. Hmm? So I've got these... Two job in two jobs on the go, um, and now one of them want, has made me an offer, right? The role, but they want an answer by Monday. Mm. But I haven't heard back from the other people yet, and I'm realistically not expecting to until sometime next week. And cause... the other one is maybe, but it's it's two things. It's basically the same job, isn't it? But no, no, it's, oh, okay. the, it's working for the same company, but it's it's two different roles. Okay. Um, quite so, substantially different, actually. So the one you've got the offer for is the one you you want less. Um, it's the one that would be less good for my career from a like CV point of view, and right. uh, is it more money? Is no. Oh, it's so it's, probably, it's worse in every way then. Well, it's I don't know whether it's less money or the same money because I haven't had the offer if I'm going to get one for the other job, but it's at the bottom end of what the range was for the other job. Mm. Right. So it's probably going to be less, but like, not. It's going to be no more than five grand a year less. Hmm. Kind of at the outside limits. I mean, you can just do the thing where you say yes and then like. I can, but I don't want to be a twat. Yeah. Fair. Can you um, say I I need a little bit longer I have, to think? Um, I already have. Um, so I need to have conversations with people. Um, on Monday, I need to try and get hold of the first guys and say, like, I know you haven't got anything formal, but like, I've got another offer. I need mm. some indication. Like, are you good? Because what I don't want to do is say no to these guys and then the other guys say, oh no, we're not offering you the job. Because then I've got no job. Yeah. So I would rather know, are they going to make me an offer or not? Yes or no? If, they, if they're going to say, if they say yes, we, you know, we want to offer you the job, at least then I've got something to balance yeah. it on. Hmm. Um, I think the first job will pay more, look better on my CV, but probably be more boring. And the hmm. second job won't pay quite as much, won't look as good on my CV. If anything, it's a little bit of a step backwards. Neither of them are really where I wanted to go next, but whatever, needs must. Um, where did you want to go next? Uh, I wanted to go A, contracting again, and B, more cloud automation stuff. Oh. Um which is what I've been doing like at home. It's what I've been teaching myself during lockdown. Um, but 
I don't have that luxury because fucking coronavirus. Do you know where um, I? Do you know where I see you in five years' time? Is Dorset um, County teams champion? No, no, no. He, he could never replace. I'd that. never replace Chris. Um, bouncy castle hire man. Like you own several no. bouncy castles and you hire them out to people. I mean, it's easy money. <laughs> it's quite easy money. But at the moment, I mean, it would have little to be bit five of, years. Little bit of seed moment, money, but um, at the moment, it's not really a, a compatible with social distancing. Well, or, or is it even more compatible with social distancing? What you won't, if you, you have six people at a party, the... then they they need to hire six bouncy castles. Oh, that's true. Actually, you can really mine. get the money. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of it from that point of view. Um, but yeah, so I'm now. I've now got to spend the weekend like stressing over what the fuck I do about these two jobs. Mm. So I've got the opposite problem. Is that you haven't I'm, got any jobs? No, no. I've, I've had got a job, my job you don't like for, it. for long enough, and I'd I'd like I'd like to not be. So, yeah, I'd like, not I've be had enough. It. I've had enough where I am, and it's well, been fine. Well, they they've they've because I because I like to support them, and I don't like to pe- leave people in difficult situations. Um, I've extended my contract to the end of August. So this was a three-month contract that has become a ten-month contract. Oh yeah, I know um, as well. That's been really good, and it looks great on your um, it looks great on my CV that um, they've extended it and extended it. Um, but I am quite looking forward to it being the end, and I think they've so kind of worked nice out break. some long-term staffing. Um, yeah, well, I mean, my, like I've I've seen I've seen the sum total of three jobs, contract jobs. Um, in the time that I've been off, that that kind of were broadly something I could do. Uh, one of them was paying about half what my last contract paid, and was inside R thirty five, so um, functionally would have been paying about a third of what my last job was paying. Mm. Um, one of them I applied for, and they had one hundred and twenty applicants for it, um, mm. and I was not one of the ones put forward. And one of them I in no way can do. But they obviously cannot fill because I've seen it come up continuously for the last like month and a half. Like every every couple of weeks, it just shows up again in my job feed with a slightly higher rate. Um, but there's unfortunately, unlike the last time that happened, there's no realistic way I can do this one. Um, the last time that happened, I applied for it anyway because I thought, well, fuck it, I can give it a go. Um, and turns out I could do it. Uh, and they were so desperate to get somebody that they were willing to take me on the basis of me saying, look, I don't know how to do this, but I'll give it a go. Mm. So I was completely honest about it as a creature. I was like, I have no idea how to do this, but, you know, I can give it a shot. And they were like, well, they don't want to pay for professional services because that's too expensive, so they'll take what they can get. <laughs> um, but I was like, at the, at the point that it got to, like, £600 a day, I was like, I might as well apply for this. Mm. Sadly, it was only a one-week contract. But um, yeah, but this this one, sadly... A requires DV clearance, which I neither have nor particularly want to go through. Um, DV clearance, uh, detailed vetting. Mm. It's basically like um, SC, but they go into much more detail about your friends and family and your financial situation, and they continue to track your financial situation and associations periodically throughout the uh, period of clearance. Whereas. SC's kind of far and forget. Once you're cleared, you're cleared for the duration mm. um, of of the role because obviously it's tied to the role, not you. Um, but I don't really want to go through DV. I could, 
Um, but the problem is, it's like must to be must hold current DV clearance. So yeah. they're not technically allowed to do that, but everyone does. Um, but I can't get it because you have to have a sponsor to get DV or SC. <laughs> you can't just go and go to the government and say I want to get DV clearance. It has to be a you have to be sponsored by somebody who's already got a contract with the government yeah. or is a government entity in order to be able to get it. Yeah. So even if I wanted to apply for that one, I can't. That's now up to like six fifty a day, I think. Started at like four hundred, and they've just been slowly increasing it over the last month and a half, because they obviously really desperately need somebody and cannot get anybody. It'd be worth so. you putting an advert on the dark web for someone who has got a government contract. Oh, what can you can you just siphon me through DV clearance? But the problem is, like, isn't I said, that a little could... bit weird? Like you you have to you have to be vetted by someone who's already got a contract. Isn't that like like weird, dodgy It's just the way that they operate. The government won't do SC or DV unless you are already employed by somebody and sponsored by somebody who is working on government projects. Well, you, and the, well, the, well, so what What about all of all of like Dominic Cummings' alt-right mates who are setting up... None of those are cleared. Like Cummings dodgy, isn't cleared. Dodgy, like Cummings, dodgy one of the things, one of the things that's say, come okay, out well. of this is that Cummings is not DV cleared and he should be for some of the stuff that he's got access to. Mm. Mm. But nonetheless, like it means... Because I got SC cleared when I was working at Rolls-Royce because I didn't need SC to work there. So as a contractor, I was able to get in. But then they, they put me through SC because some of the stuff they did required SC to be able to access it. Mm. Um, but as a contractor, it's really difficult because the clearance doesn't follow you. It stays with the role. So mm. my SC expired at the end of last year. But if it hadn't and I'd left Rolls-Royce, I couldn't have just taken my SC to another role. You have to apply for the new role, then... Their security controller contacts Rolls-Royce, they confirm you've got SC, then they go to the government and they say, this guy's doing broadly the same role, can we transfer the clearance? And the government will either say yes, or they'll say no, it's different enough, you've got to go through the process again. Mm. It's a proper hassle. I'm glad I don't um, have to do any of that. No, they don't care about it. They don't care about your, what you're doing, it's just... Yeah. But yeah, jobs are shit. But unfortunately, they pay me money, and I could do with some money right now. That's the really yeah. tricky thing, isn't it? Is that jobs give you money, and that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, money's I, money's nice, isn't it? Well, it is. It's lovely. Room, I'd keep working, and and that would be good for me. But I've I've come to the sort of realization that would I fuck? No, I would take my lottery winnings and. I mean, I might, like, what I would probably do is I'd carry on doing what I'm doing and just do, like, every like every three months, do a three-month contract and then have three months off kind of thing. Mm. Just to give me, like, just to give me something to do. Because it does get a bit boring sitting at home, like, you know. But if you can just kind of... So I, um, the times when I haven't had a job, I have never been bored. I have been perfectly happy doing other stuff. I mean, I've broadly stuff. been okay. I've and... broadly been okay, but I, ha- I do get a bit bored. I think it's because the stuff that I do that's interesting to me is that is stuff that's kind of is tangentially work-related. So if I didn't have a reason to do that stuff, it might kind of lessen my desire to do it and therefore make me more bored. Hmm... Because I like learning that stuff, 
but if I'm never going to be able to implement it in any way because I'm not going to have a job, I kind of feel like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. And then I would be bored so I wouldn't have things to do. The last two weeks I've spent dicking around with Docker and getting used to how that works and playing with it. And it's great, but it's unlikely that I'd do that if I was like, well, I'm never going to use it anywhere because I don't have a job. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I... Mm. Well, I mean, we're very different people, aren't we? Um, yep. But I, the times that I haven't had a job, I have enjoyed them enormously. Hmm. I, I like it. Like I like not having a job, but after a certain point, I, like after usually about a month or two, it's been a I'd while start to now, get a hasn't bit it? bored. Yeah, I start to get bored. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it's end of end of February for me. Yeah. And I was like, even without, I mean, obviously the lockdown exacerbates it. Mm. Um. But it's like I'd quite like to have just something to do that's an excuse for getting out of the house and a bit of social interaction. Um, yeah. Although obviously at the moment that's not going to happen regardless. Like It was quite interesting actually the interview that I had last week for this job, a lot of the questions were around like how would you handle this whole like no social interaction, not coming into the office, like starting a job where you don't know anybody and there's, you can't just like walk up to people and engage with them, you've got to do it remotely. I was like, I've literally had this happen to me before. Like I got I got dropped into Serco, not mm. knowing anybody, with nobody else there from the agency I was working through, no point of contact. I didn't even get given any hardware. I was basically just told take my own laptop in <laughs> and just figure out figure it out yourself. Nice. But it was one of the things I thought about. Like when this first lockdown first kicked off, um it did occur to me like what were companies gonna do in terms of onboarding new staff? If they, if they can't come into the office, like, what do you do? Do you think about sending them out equipment, like a laptop or something like that? Or do you say, we can't do that, that's too difficult. We're just going to send them out, like, a remote access token and they connect in remotely and do it that way. Uh, how do you get them to do all, like, the policies and procedures and sign all the documents and do any, like, training you've got them to do and anything else that you'd normally do as part of onboarding? Like, the NHS makes you go through some unbelievably tedious induction process normally that takes, like, two or three days. So... Like, how do you do all that when everyone's stuck at home and you can't kind of shove them into a room somewhere and make them do all the bits? Mm. I mean, for me, in my job, it's been fine because I know what my job is and it would be better if I could go and see people in person. But if I can't do that, it's okay. For people who are new to the role, it's really, really difficult. Yes, yeah, yeah, I imagine it, it is. If you if you and don't have that sense of what you're supposed to be doing, even like if you even like not even specifically, just a general sense of like, right, how do I manage all this without external intervention telling me what to do? Um, it must be really difficult, you know, if you're coming into a career new. Yeah, how you figure that out, mm. and you know. Like, again, I'm like I'm like this interview is just like look, I can, I can do all this with my eyes closed. Like this has literally been my job for the last fifteen years is being dropped in somewhere and being told like to do something with like no external help. Um, but I totally get if you were if you're new to it or if you're used to working somewhere where you've got constant supervision and instruction from a manager, mm. and suddenly you haven't. And yeah, you've got Zoom or Teams or whatever, but that only helps to an extent. Mm. 
I think the thing for me is, is my job traditionally involved quite a lot of driving to go to talk to people. Mm. And now there is, isn't that driving to go to talk to people. Um, there isn't the time when, um, thanks babes. This is a small one. <laughs> no, I said big one. I said big one. Oh no, my, 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 Waitress service has failed me. I requested a big bottle of beer, and what I've got is a small can. <sighs> yeah, so my job, I used to have lots of opportunity to do thinking. So driving mm. to and from where you interviewed people, you had a good amount of thinking time. Yeah, Whereas I guess now so, yeah. there's no thinking time, there's just doing time. And you think, there's only so much doing you can do without having some breaks to think. Mm. Yeah, no, no, like that is definitely the case. Like there's a yeah. certain point where you just like your brain stops being able to kind of function and you just need some time to make it work. Mm. Dan, you just sitting watching a new key video. Uh yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm not watching the new key video. I should have waited to send it until the end of the recording. You should have yeah. done. You've, you've lost. You've lost one and a half members of the podcast because of that. Yeah. Graham's gone off. He's seen how beautiful he was. He's thought, "Oh God, what's the point? I'm gonna gonna go and jump in the canal." <laughs> to be honest, I no, I was just looking for evidence of crimes or misdemeanors that I could um I could bring yeah. up blackmail people with. I mean, Dan's in a very privileged position in that he's not implicated he at all because yeah. he wasn't there. Yep. In fairness, a lot of it, I'm behind the camera, so that yeah. helps. Yes, yes. I suppose. Mm, uh, do, you, do you think gonzo journalists are absolved of what they film? No, but I think there's no video evidence of me directly committing crimes. Well, there's also is... no video evidence of anyone else committing No, that's true. I mean, it places, you, it places you at the scene, doesn't it? It does. Um... And in fairness, uh, you know, nobody just randomly kicked the shit out of me. So I think I'm doing quite well by modern standards. Yes. Yes. Zing. Take that, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> political, political satire. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you see his incredible speech about how um, George Floyd would be looking down on him, thinking about how great it was that the economic numbers were up? Um I I heard it and I saw a bit of it and I was just horrified. Like I just, I don't understand. He's I don't understand. No, no, no. Very... But like it, I, the thing you the thing about Trump is it wouldn't have mattered if that was a black guy. Could have been a white woman or an Asian guy. Or, it doesn't just a matter. name he'd heard. Of. He just he doesn't ha like he he's literally incapable of empathy. And he's a massive narcissist. So all he's interested in is name drop person that's been in the news, talk about how great I am. Mm. I just like, yes, he's a, yes, he's a racist, but like, I don't think this is racially motivated. I think it's just him motivated. I mean, like, it was a random interview where somebody asked him, like, what can people do? To, like, what, what do you think you can do to help improve the lack of trust that, that, uh, black people have towards the police in the US 
And he just started talking about the fucking SpaceX launch and the speech mm. that he gave at it. And, like, all he can talk about is himself. And, like, if he mentions other people, it's only kind of as a method of talking about himself. It's truly astonishing how he manages mm. to do it. I mean, he's a... I, I, th- I, I hope I'm not going out on a limb here, but I think Donald Trump is a bad person. Mm. And I think mm. he is not a good person to be the president of America. See, I wasn't sure until he tear-gassed a church so he could do a photo <laughs> op in it. That, that was the point you, you weren't sure that up was the to that point. I thought, actually, no, I think people are right. He's not great. <laughs> we'll give him the benefit of the doubt up to that So, point. you see, what I'm hoping for is that um, the army there do a coup or something, and then for shits and giggles, somewhere like Cuba or Mexico does like a mini-invasion on, on the pretense of restoring democracy or something. I think that would just be the most beautiful parody in the world. I, I love that he tried to claim that he was just inspecting the bunker <laughs> yes. to, to see if it, see what it was like. He definitely wasn't hiding. He was just, just going down there to have a look at the bunker and, and see what, what, it, what it was like down there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just like, it's mind-blowing to me that it's like, okay, right, what do we want to do? Okay, we want to go out. We want to show the president's not afraid. What do we do? Well, first of all, we'll tear gas all the protesters that are near the White House. That'll clear the space for him so he can walk through. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but we need a good photo op. Well, there's a church across the road. He can go to the church and he can do a photo op in the church, hold a Bible. Right, but there are people in the church. Well, we'll tear gas the church. <laughs> <laughs> That'll clear everybody out. And then you can go and we hold a Bible really weirdly and get a photo of <laughs> it. Like, oh no, we didn't use tear gas. We just used um, we just used like pepper grenades and yeah. uh, something else. You thought what? And there was a guy that yeah. Joe goes to, to actually be true tear gas. It has to be come from the the, uh, tear, <laughs> the tear region, region of, of France. France. <laughs> and and if it's not from that that region of France, then it's just uh, sparkling white supremacy. <laughs> But it's just been nuts. Like, what's nuts to me is just the amount of stuff that the police are doing, like, on camera. Yeah, just like, that, that, I'm just going to punch this old guy. Cause that just kind of, it just goes fun. to show, like, how totally, like, immune they are to any kind of risk of consequences. They're just like, you know, aside from literally punching journalists who are filming live. Have you, have you the, seen the, 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 um, the, the song Film the Police? by B. Yes. Dolan. So, I mean, that that's just so important right now. Um, and that, that, um, that old guy who was walking up to them to give them to back return a, a helmet, a helmet yeah. and it was just him, but not violent at all. And they pushed him over, he cracked his head on the pavement, he's in a critical condition, and their initial report was a, a protester tripped and fell. Well, and the, I no, think no, probably, he was he was pushed over. Really I think probably the scariest hard. part of that was that you saw one of the officers went to check on it, like to see if he was okay, mm. and the mm. others just like grabbed them, pulled them back, and just like like no, leave him, and just kind mm. of. I don't know if that was like that. That then there was some some medical people behind them. I doubt that very much. I think I'm they just not didn't sure. Care. But like, the, it was just it was just awful. It was just just horrific. But it's also I mean, like, there have been like, so many horrific. Yeah, yeah. What's well, the thing? It's it's, it's non-stop. Mm. You but know, but this the, is... the, the thing with the thing with um, the thing with America is that there are so many cases of pre- p- 
police brutality that have been caught mm. on camera and they've and nothing happens and nothing happens and actually in the uk there have been so many cases where nothing mm. happens and we the the uk has a problem too the uk has a oh, huge sure it problem does. The, the reason that it doesn't problem. seem like we have such a problem is because the police typically aren't armed and they don't go around gunning down people who look at them funny which means that you don't tend to get the high profile like man man gunned down in broad daylight by the police kind so, of So yeah so people don't, people don't die but people yeah. are black people are harassed black people are are victimized they they are more highly scrutinized by the police Oh yeah we just have to look at the stop the and search the, figures the, for the, London. the 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 way the police treat black people in this country is it escalates so much more quickly and there's videos there, there was I mean, a video the quite recently stuff. like of um of a guy um who was filming what was going on and somebody said oh, well what are you doing is oh i've just come to see my friend um and it went from i've just come to see my friend um uh to i'm arresting you because i think you you're doing a drugs deal and I'm going to grab you and push you to the floor. It just just escalated so quickly. And but I mean, you've seen the, some of the stuff that police have done, not just to to minorities, but during the lockdown stuff. Like you know, you had the guy that was the police officer that was caught on camera saying that he was going to arrest someone, and he just he was just going to make something up. And who are they going to believe, you or me? Um, <laughs> you know, and you've had the guy that was like the number of people that have been arrested, or as you've seen, like almost almost every single person charged under the coronavirus regulations was improperly charged mm. like you know 96 percent of the cases or something were improperly charged had they all just gone yeah. to durham to test their eyesight well apparently yeah, yeah. um but that that's the thing is like all the police were yeah a lot of the police forces took it as an opportunity basically to like cool we've got some new powers let's go out and arrest people which is really not the way that you should be you know, conducting things. Um, and yeah, like you said, just because people don't typically die mm. in the UK as a result of, you know, mm. police brutality, um, it doesn't tend to get the headlines. That doesn't mean that the police don't treat people like crap a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm lucky enough that I don't have a lot of interactions with the police. No. Yeah. I'm and, a middle you're, class you're white guy and white middle class and yeah. Obviously harmless. You know. Perhaps. Look, I need to I need to maintain this facade. <laughs> <laughs> um Don't worry, yeah, you, it, you could end up like Jimmy Carr and have the police, you know, smash down your front door for some reason. Tax reasons. <laughs> well, it could be tax reasons, could be the awful things you do on the internet. I mean that is true. Uh, yeah. this this for a start. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If if a policeman turned up at my door and said, "I'm going to arrest you," and I said, well, "Why are you arresting me?" Um, and they said, "Because of that podcast you did." <laughs> I'd say, "Yeah, fair, yeah, fair enough. enough. I oh, confess yeah. everything." <laughs> and I said, "But you know, be, before you arrest me, can I request that you put a paintbrush up your foreskin?" <laughs> uh, top callback. Mm. Mm. I mean, I. It's just so, just so horrible and awful. It is. I mean, 
on the one hand, it has at least been a diversion from all the horrible, awful stuff that's happening here. Mm. But at the same time, all the horrible, awful stuff that's happening here is still happening. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a double-edged sword. Is that it's it's nice that America is clearly a worse country than us. And you think, but it's oh, such a low bar. Phew, we're not the worst country ever. Um, but but at the same time, it distracts from how awful our country is. Yeah. And then you've got yeah. like, did you did you see the the MPs queuing? I did see the MPs queuing. I wrote to my MP about it. Forty-five minutes it took for them to vote each time. None of yes. them were wearing masks. They weren't being socially distanced. And the best, I mean, like you know full well, Alok Sharma has coronavirus. Like I know he's not no, tested no. positive. He, no, no, um... no, 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 no. He did not test positive. That is not the same thing. Because, yeah. as has been established by several journalists, the government will not reveal any details of how accurate the test is. <laughs> yes. Which means nobody has any idea how accurate the test is. So we don't know what proportion of false positives or false negatives we're getting. So and actually, we have actually no way of knowing. There, there's a huge factor in the way, the quality of the way the test is yep. administered. Because when they're doing the, the throat swab, it's got to go to the back of the throat. And if it touches anything in between, it's very likely to come out as negative when it may be positive. And yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a, just a shit show. The Mog Conga is an absolute shit show. And um, I emailed my MP. Um, have you had a response? I have had a response, which was surprising. Um, is it a form, obvious form response? Or? Or is it? No. Which one's yours? Uh, my my local employee is Chris Loder. Okay, don't know that one. He's um, he grew up on a, a farm that was owned by fourth generation. Um, unlike the MP for South Dorset, I don't think he's benefited hugely from the slave trade, uh, which is certainly the case for Richard Drax, MP for South Dorset, whose vast vast estate is. Uh, largely built on slave trade if you're ever driving through dorset on the a31 um the 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 giant massive non-ending wall the never-ending wall is the border of his family estate just goes on forever Mm. um so i wrote to chris loader um And I said, I am writing to you as I am very concerned by the proposals to force MPs to vote in person. This is both completely impractical, but also of grave concern to our democracy, as it will force many MPs to miss votes as a result of either their health or that of their families. To me, this looks like a blatant attempt to use the current crisis to gain a political advantage and coming at a point when trust in the government has fallen so rapidly due to the mishandling of the coming scandal is very concerning. I therefore ask that if you are called to vote on this, you vote for the continuation of the remote voting system in order to uphold our democracy. I and many others will be watching how you vote and hope that you do the right thing. Best wishes, blah de blah de blah So he wrote very long response, which was probably drafted almost directly by central government that said, oh, it's really important that we... We actually it's be really there in person. We, so in order the to shout at us. We have to be there in person. And I think it's my duty to be there in person. Um, 
And actually, I did appreciate that he or someone in his team had written a, a, a response. I think, okay, mm. that's fair enough. And I said yeah. quite a long-winded way of saying, well, I think you're completely wrong. I think the reasons you've given are stupid and I think you're being an idiot. Mm. And that made me feel better. didn't make any difference at all, but it did make me feel better to have that contact with my MP. So there you mm. are. Mm. So write to your MP. It won't make any difference, but you might feel slightly better. Well, mine is generic Labour, so it's. Still, I'm pretty sure she's going to vote for. It's um, nice mine. When... Actually, mine is brand new Tory. So... Mine's a brand new Tory, and I think that's a problem because the brand new Tories They're have twats. kind of been chosen in order to just be completely obedient. Yeah, they'll and follow, that was... follow the Boris line. That was the response I gave. I said, I, I, think, I think that people will be watching very closely. And actually, if you want to have any credibility moving forward, you need to think about what the values are of the Tory party rather than what this current government is yeah. trying to get you to do. It, it's deeply worrying, but the, the broad assumption seems to be that they've, been doing, they've done it for two reasons. One is to get some support for Bojo in the chamber, although that's not working particularly well because the Speaker's limited it to 50 people in the chamber yeah. at a time. And uh, the other is so also, that they can bully people into voting yeah, how they, they want them to the vote. Yeah, it's the whipping. Yeah. Because they're what... scared that with it, like key things coming up around Brexit, because um, the coronavirus stuff doesn't matter because they're ignoring Parliament entirely and claiming that it's all emergency legislation so it doesn't need any kind of scrutiny, which is mm. part of the reason that it's such a fucking mess right now and you can't have sex mm. in your own house. Um, but so I mean, my, my so my MP has, has sold himself big on the idea that he's going to support farms, support local farmers and local produce, you... and you think, well, that's a load of shit because you didn't vote against upholding the regulations and standards. I yeah. presume you've written to him about that. Uh? What the shagging, shagging in your own house? No, the um, the fact that they're allowing correlated chicken in there. I'm I'm going to let all the farmers do that because I think there's lots of farmers in the constituency that will that will probably go and dump a, a load of horse shit on his house. <laughs> you I think so. good. <laughs> yeah, good on uh, them. Uh, as as a vegan, I totally approve of them them killing animals and and using a. <laughs> You, what, what's Using that? the corpses. No, no. To... What, what's what's the fancy word for a catapult? It's not quite a catapult. Uh, a trebuchet. A trebuchet. I, I totally approve. It's not, it's not a catapult. It's a very different thing. It, it's a very different thing, but it's like a similar action. I I totally approve of the needless slaughter of Trebucheting animals in order to trebuchet um, the corpses <laughs> of them onto the houses of Chris Loder. And I say houses because I'm, I'm I suspect he owns more than one. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's, he's presumably he has at least a second home in London because otherwise he's commuting or planning to commute to and from London. To and from no, because no, because you're not allowed to stay overnight anywhere other than your primary residence. Well, that's what I mean. So he must have somewhere in London. Otherwise, he's but he can't be he can't be staying there because he'd be breaking the rules. Uh, no, you can now. Can you? Oh, you okay. can as long as it's somewhere you are. Like if there's no one else there, right. it's fine. It's only if there's somebody else there. Or it's a public space or anything else. If it's your house and nobody else lives in it. I mean, in, in fairness, Chris Loder looks like too much of a simpleton to even have grasped 
the very basics of what the rules were. So he's probably well, just, but, just so, probably but, wandering yeah. around, licking lampposts, hoping for the best. Hatman <laughs> <laughs> Cock and Grant Chaps didn't know what the rules were either. Um, well, no, so, no, I don't expect any of them to know the rules because they've just, no. they've been they've been handpicked based on on their ineptitude and their just ability just to agree with anything that's, that's, that's shouted that's loud I mean, enough. Like, what's the what's the travel time from your house to London? Like, oh, about hours? four days. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like a ten-hour round trip to go and vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 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 he says that's that's more practical than staying it's, it's, staying it's, it's, at his house and, and doing stuff. I on mean, the internet. in fairness, from Mog's point of view, going back to like the pre pre internal combustion engine <laughs> days when it did take several days to travel to Westminster to vote on a bill is probably his idea of restoring democracy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Restoring democracy by by denying people who live in Wales and Scotland the vote because it's too far to come to cast your ballot. <laughs> Yeah, that's good democracy. Uh, right, should we? Should we? Should we? You know, sack we this just, off just, now just, because, just, yeah. just, just end this on my full anger because, because Graham's not coming back, and Dan's no. too busy watching uh, the new key yeah. video to contribute in any meaningful sense. And I need yeah. a wee. So, that's so, fair. Okay, well, uh, triple threat. In, Graham's gone. Dan's distracted. Chris needs a piss. Yeah. <laughs> and and on that note, uh yeah. goodbye. Bye.